Hey everyone, I'm Dave Coriel. And I'm Josh Good. And you're listening to the Unleash the Hive podcast brought to you by Christian Endeavor. At CE, we dive deep into intentional next-gen discipleship and explore what it means to thrive in the midst of chaos. In every episode, we consider how to help young people live, love, and lead in a broken, chaotic, and distraction-filled world. And we do all of this in seven minutes or less. We're back with Tim Sanger, who's pastor of student ministries at Community Evangelical Church. And Tim is a 30-year youth ministry veteran who's been connected with Christian Endeavor for a long time. Tim, I want to give younger youth workers a chance to pick your brain a little bit. So what are some of the essential practices for ministering effectively to young people in today's broken world? Yeah, I love this question, by the way, because um, I love meeting with, with younger youth workers who are just starting out just to kind of shepherd or advise or just be a sounding board for them. Mm. So first thing I would say is love Jesus. I mean, that is so important. That's what you have to have as your focus, as your anchor, Jesus. I would advise people starting out in youth ministry to get a mentor, you know, somebody who is going to help you through these things, someone you're going to be able to talk to and bounce ideas off of, uh, bounce thoughts of off of, I would advise them to gather a team of people who are committed to praying for you and for the ministry that you are leading. Because the more prayer support you have, the better off, the more solid your ministry is going to be. I love the idea of being authentic with your kids. And I'm not saying share every dark detail of your life with, because there has to be a boundary there, you know, but be authentic with them. Let them see who you really are. If you are mad about something, it's okay to show them that, you know, it's okay to let them know when you are hurting when you're sad or when you are whatever. I think people need to see that as Christians, we're not immune to any of these things that happen in our society. We should be saddened by the rash of, of racial issues that are going on in our country right now, and it mm-hmm. should anger us. Right. We should be okay with being angry and letting kids know that. We also need to work through those things too and let them see, well, we don't just stay there in that anger. We don't just stay there in that sadness. We work through those things. So I think it's important to let kids see us being authentic. I love relational ministry with kids, relating to them and just getting into their lives. And that means eating dinner late so you can go see them play soccer. <laughs> you know, take your own kids with you if you've got children. And let them know, hey, we're going to see Andrew play football tonight. Or we're going to go watch Rona play field hockey. And that's just what we're going to do, you know. We're going to support them. We're going to cheer. We're going to be crazy. And they're going to know that we're there, you know. <laughs> So just be relational with your kids. I think to listen to your kids, you know, they need an outlet. They need someone who has a little bit more wisdom in years. And it's not always the easiest thing to talk to your parents. As we know, we've all experienced that growing up. So they're looking for other adults in their lives to support them and to, to be able to confide in. I would tell new youth workers to be a student of the scripture. One thing that I learned in seminary was to always keep your finger on the scripture. So whatever it is you're teaching or advising, make sure you are grounded in the word of God. And I say, be a student of the culture in which your kids are swimming. Even if you have no interest in Fortnite, and I'm guilty of that, <laughs> to say, okay, I've watched that. I, I've tried to play that a little bit. You know, just be a student of culture and let them know that you're interested in things that they're interested in. If they listen to some crazy music that it doesn't have to happen to be your favorite genre of music, listen to that and then ask them, why do you like Post Malone so much? What is it about his music that you relate to? Mm. And understand their heart and what it is that they're relating to. I say it's important also to support your kids' parents. 
you know, kids' parents need that support too. And, you know, your kids' parents can be your biggest advocates. They can be part of your prayer team. It's so important to have them on board. I sent out a weekly email to parents just saying, here's what's going on. Here's what we're going to be doing. Here's a Zoom call link and blah, 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 and all this other stuff. And I got this great email back just this morning saying, hey, Tim, thank you so much for loving our kids. Thank you for leading us. We appreciate you. We're so glad God led us to this church. And those things mean the world to me because I know that I've got the support of the parents as well as those kids. I would tell young workers, don't over-program, you know, with your kids and your ministry. I don't believe that our job is to entertain kids. I believe that our job is to train up the next generation to love Jesus because that's what's sustainable. Sure, kids are going to remember the flashy events and fun things, but when it comes down to it, when they are having an issue, they're going to remember what you taught them about Jesus and how much he loves them. I would also tell people to get together with other youth workers in their area, some type of network. Some of my best friends are guys who are, who were youth pastors, and some of them have moved out of youth ministry. We're still friends. We still talk. We still text each other. We still get together periodically with our families. And that's important to have other people who know what you're going through and know the challenges and the joys of that ministry. I would say also take a Sabbath. You need time to rest, and so you don't get burned out. You do not need to be on call 24-7. That's not healthy. We see Jesus retreating in the scriptures to spend time in prayer and just fellowship with his Father, and I think that's there for a purpose. We need to take that example and lead in that way as well and model that for our students and other people. I'd also say be careful and be wise. Never put yourself in a position of compromise. I used to take kids home from youth group all the time. Sadly, we just live in a culture today where that's not the safest thing to do. And so don't put yourself in a position of compromise. If you have a student in your office, we've got windows in our doors in our offices. I leave the door open. I don't ever shut the door tightly. And I make sure that someone else is in the office suite when I'm meeting with a student. If I'm the first one down in the youth room and one, if a girl walks in, I'll say, hey, I'll be right back. I'm going to go upstairs and grab something. I don't want to ever be in a position where I'm alone with a student. Mm. And I think we just have to be wise about that. Tim, this is an incredible list of insights that I think all leaders, young and old, can learn from. Thanks so much for sharing these with us. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Unleash the Hive podcast. For more resources, check out our website, ceworks.faith, and check us out on social media at ceworksfaith. Remember to be intentional as you disciple and unleash the next generation for God's glory.